Today's episode of The Instance is brought to you by you at patreon.com slash frogpants. If you haven't considered supporting this and other shows on the network, do so. There's cool rewards and you just feel good. Head on over to patreon.com slash frogpants. And thanks. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the instance, episode 458. Nine, rather, of the show. Holy crap, that's crazy. It is the 26th, is it, of August 2016. I'm Scott Johnson with, uh, let's start with Patrick. Hi, Patrick. What's going on? How are you? Hey, so look at this. Uh, for people who are watching on video, my hair is cut, my beard is trimmed, I'm ready for Legion. Mm. I, everything is good. Yeah, what is, <laughs> you did a little manscaping for the expansion? That's fantastic. You have, you have to look good for, you know, for your, your expansion, <laughs> uh, your first expansion in two years. All right. I think it's appropriate. All right. Well, one of us decided to, as his preparation would go and uh, gouge up his leg and his arm and stuff on a scooter. Uh, Dills is with us. Hi, Dills. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, man. You know what, though? It's it's it's. These I'm just testing my limits mm. as I as I grow into my twilight years. Yeah. Scott. You need to. <laughs> I need, you to, need to, to find out. Can I still fall down, scratch myself up, and just be totally fine? Yeah. Where is that edge? If not, then I'm officially old. And need, I don't want. I don't want that day. You to need come. to know where your borders are, and I completely understand. Yeah. Uh, so every now and then, just slam yourself into the ground, everybody, is what I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is some fine advice. Let's uh, jump <laughs> Let's jump on over to America's Wiener and welcome uh, returning guest and fantastic podcaster in his own right, Mr. Garrett Weinzerl. Hello, Garrett. Well, well, hey, guys. Apparently, uh, you know, right in line with the Demon Hunters, Dills has sacrificed everything. Mm -hmm. What have we done? <laughs> yeah, we haven't done anything. We haven't done anything. We are, we're not prepared. He's prepared. Uh, anyway, it's good to have you here, man. Thanks for joining us. Oh, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't do it for the alliance or the horde. I, I did it for a Snorlax. I didn't even get. So, <laughs> oh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I abandoned my search real quick after that. Yeah, I like I think we're going home now. Were you the only one out there doing it at the, at one thirty or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, no. There were people. There's a gym located uh, pretty close to my house. It's at a like a local swimming pool yeah. slash skate park thing. Yeah. And there, there were still some people because they're fighting at the gym. Mm. But around the corner is like the dog walking path with all the stuff. No, no one was in there. No, just weird. me by myself. Just you slamming my face on the ground. A lumpy yeah, road, weird. and yeah, well, that's great. Uh, you and your overturned scooter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Scooter's hey, fine, by the way. Oh, is it? Okay, good. Really worried about I'm, glad, that. I'm glad to hear that. Hey, before we get too far into today's pre-Legion show, this is the last show you're going to get before Legion hits on Tuesday, everybody. It is Legion Eve, as far as we're concerned. I wanted to mention two things. I mentioned last week that there is an upcoming Doghouse Systems Notebook giveaway that is still happening, although I'm waiting for some details from them as far as how they want to give it away. So I haven't gone silent on it on purpose or to make you lead you guys on like they do with Sombra over there at the freaking Overwatch team. It's not like that <laughs> at all. Uh, this is just me waiting for details. So more on that soon. Also, the Rally Point podcast, the Bleacher Report show that I'm a part of, which, by the way, hit number one on iTunes last week. Thank you, guys. Uh, I know there's plenty of you listening here that checked it out, and uh, that makes us very happy. We're interviewing Greg Street on the show this week, this weekend, and we'll be airing it on Tuesday. Uh, I'll be putting that up on the instance feed as well. So those who are not sure they ever want to check that out, 
Uh, we're bringing our old pal Greg back. Surely there'll be some wow talk in there because how can you not talk to Greg Ghostcrawler Street and not bring up wow? It's literally impossible. So uh, anyway, I wanted to let people know about that. We have a lot to cover. Let's cover it. All right. <clears throat> we are diving so, hey, into... Before, uh, go ahead. Can I, yes, can please. Can I say one thing? Of course. Before, I, I, you know how I, I already have six level 100s? Yeah. And I figured, you know, I'm good. Six is okay. It's a good number. Started playing my uh, Death Knight and leveled the Death Knight uh, Frost all the way to 100, and it is awesome from it's what where was fun. he where was before what how many uh, levels are we talking here 62 oh like i had gosh. i had played him 10 minutes Jeez. yeah and uh and i'm i'm really liking the death knight and uh so for people who don't know the the latest method to uh level a character really fast is you log into an invasion which are always happening now so the six zones are always happening and uh you do stages one and two and finish stage two and then log off and log back in, you'll be back to stage one. And those are the two uh, most, uh, you know, highest XP stages you can get. So you can chain them basically forever and uh, you level pretty fast that way. So it seems like the whole world is, uh, uh, nobody sees this as cheating though, right? We're all cool with this. This is fine. It's not an exploit, I, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't you know, but I mean, it, it's it's pretty clear that the uh, that Blizzard has made this event into... Level your olds, catch up, and bring everyone to 100 to the point that I'm even wondering if they're not going to do something in the next expansion that might, you know, negate the need to level to 100 because mm -hmm. it's it's really easy to to level everything to 100. It's almost like everything else doesn't matter anymore. So, so yeah. for for listeners who may be interested in doing this and they've got a Death Knight, like oh, I don't know me, who's just sitting in, I think he's in Hellfire still, <laughs> just sitting in a, in in Hellfire. If, if I want to get him from where he is now at 62 or so up to 100, you're saying how long does that take? How many hours did you do that for? Um, a few hours. I would say maybe five hours, okay. something like that. It's not too roughly. bad. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. less time. So, than, well, you know. especially if you're enjoying playing the class. Obviously, if it's, if it's a grind and you know, you're not liking the spec, then don't do it. But if you do enjoy the thing, for me, it, it went by pretty fast. Are you guys doing this too? Uh, Garrett, are you No, I haven't been doing this, but... It, do you die randomly when you're low level yeah. these invasions? Very curious about that. No, it's uh, the um, actually not more than you do <laughs> depends on how when you're high level. Yeah. Okay. It, it, oh, you don't, you don't die down. more okay. than you do when I you're, when you're high level because it's scaled. Um, yeah. And and actually, for in many cases, especially if you have uh, heirloom gear, you you do more damage than high level uh, characters because your rotation is more simple and it's easier to, you know, yeah. they just give you a couple of uh, abilities that do a lot of damage. So you're going to contribute more comparatively than the high level characters. Uh, of course, on the bosses from the stages, you're going to die a couple of times, but you just res. And if you, you try to not die when the, the, the mob that you tagged uh, dies, so that you do get the XP. That's how it works now. So it forces you to contribute. But uh, it's okay. It's not too bad. You're going to miss a few of them, but it doesn't really mm -hmm. matter. You just go yeah. to the next one. Well, it's I'm, actually, I'm, I've only done it on all my 100s, but I haven't been doing it on the low level characters. So I'm going to give this a try. Yeah. So, so I just rolled a uh, Warlock to, to try this on. I was so going to ask you. So did, did you see? I, if, so, Garrett, based on your experience, does it feel like they scaled that content, you know, because it is scaled to your level, right? That's one yep. of the big deals about this. Does that feel like that scaling is 
useful in the sense that they knew all along that guys like Garrett Weinzler were going to hop in with a, with a with a fresh character and level them all the way to uh, to max. In other words, this I, exploit I, is intentional. I, I, I'm not sure that that far, but I'm also not. Sure. I don't think they were concerned. I, th- I think it was more of lack of like, well, if this is what people do with it, fine, go for it. I, uh, to me, it just seemed like they didn't want lower level characters or characters who or players who have come back and started leveling to miss out on the invasion. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that it should scale so mm-hmm. that if you're not 100, you can still go and participate. Yeah. Also, they're happening in low level areas. So if you're rolling a new character, you're just like, oh, my God, the sky is on fire. Hey, I can get in on this <laughs> fight. Cool. Yeah. Well, Patrick, we talked last week about how we had to run or the way it worked before the invasions were increased, you had not only a, a more limited time window, but you had to get your low level character somewhere very quickly. And if you're not flying yet or even ground mounting yet, that was a huge pain in the butt. Now it's kind of just everywhere, right? Well, so the, in the zone, um, well, yes, it is in all three zones that are, that are active for the invasion. So in that sense, uh, you can just go from one to the other if you want to, but also if you're just looking to level and not to uh, get better gear, um, you do the two stages. So you don't even need to to go um, to go anywhere. You just stay where you are. You stay in the middle of the the zone and uh, repeat the thing forever. You just chill um, on a on a hill like Patrick, just standing there, letting it all happen, letting that XP exactly. just wash over him. So well, uh, so basically they changed uh, a little bit of it so that you, you actually have to participate now. And it's uh, I think everyone was pretty happy with the, the end result that they got about, I guess, a, a few days ago. Um, because everyone has to participate. You can't just stand there and soak in the XP. It's going to give very little to no XP. So you actually have to go in and hit the mobs and tag everything you can and, and uh, play. So... I think, yeah, it, it works out pretty well. And um, it's only for another three days, so yeah. it doesn't really matter if it's the most balanced and uh, uh, well-regulated thing. So yeah, that's Also, for, to your concern about dying a lot, Scott, I will say on my level 13 Wardlock, who's fighting the boss at the end, get, an omen, get a threat meter, folks, because mm. I, pulled, I pulled threat, and uh, it didn't go well for me. Well, yeah, so you'd think you're, you're this noob character who's not going to pull any threat, right? Because you yep. you got all these nope. high-level 100s out there kind of trying to get you know uh, awesome new gear or whatever, getting prepped for the expansion. And because it scales, you can pull threat just as easily as anybody else can. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. How's yeah, I, that? Got, I, I took a dirt nap real fast. How's the state of... Uh, just, I, I know this is totally a side shoot, but what is the state of uh, Warlocks and as far as you're concerned right now? There's been a lot of consternation well, that they're not so great in this expansion. No, no, they're very good. Are they? I mean, a yeah. lot of damage, but are they yep. fun? Are they like... Well, if you're talking PvP, uh, Battlegrounds, you play Affliction Warlock and you do like top damage every single time. Oh, wow. Yeah, because right. everything is instant. You just run around and you just tag everybody with uh, with all of your your diseases and whatnot, and your your a or your dots, mm-hmm. and you just keep them rolling. And you and because you're uh, everything's instant except for I think there's like one or two spells. It's not uh, you're just constantly on the move. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gross. I can tell you as a level thirteen, I feel pretty pretty badass when you're you know <laughs> pulling a boss off of raid gear level one hundred. So that feels nice. Yeah, there's not too much. My cognitive. warlock is only 77, but I was doing a lot of PvP on him. Now, you know, screw that though. I'm going straight to the to the invasions. Let's go. Yeah, no more no more XP the old fashioned way, folks. We should, we should group up, man. Level 77, level 13 warlock, hanging out. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Warlock buddies. 
Uh, do you so because this stuff's going away, there will no longer be an artificial cool way to to level people. We concerned about that at all, Patrick? Like I'm not gonna be able to just jump in there and crank out somebody real quick. Oh. I'm gonna have to do it the old way. Heirlooms. At I don't all. know. I think half the population is gonna have all their characters to level 100 anyway, so yeah, <laughs> they don't really care. That's a good point. Um, but no, I mean it's still. I mean yes, it is faster to do it that way. It's kind of less of a hassle. It's kind of a giant arena, and you. All you do is just kill stuff nonstop all the time. Um, it's good for now. I don't think it would be fun if it if it was there forever. Uh, and also remember that the the normal way to um, to level isn't that taxing either. It really like easily in one dungeon uh, you you get like two or three levels depending on on the level you are but between one and and three levels between uh 10 and and 60 or 70 i would say so it's still pretty fast that way as well if anything i would say that the few uh dungeons i ran um before i i got into the uh you know for level 30 40 uh and and the like were kind of frustrating because everything would die too fast. Mm. Like literally, I didn't have time to cast anything. Uh, if you're not uh, melee or instant cast, then you really don't do anything because everyone is, you know, heirloom to the max, mm -hmm. and uh, the 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 mobs die in a couple of hits. So um, maybe they're going to slow things down for everything else at some point. Have you been accidentally? So it's, not, it's not painful. Have you been accidentally going PvP without meaning to and? dying real fast <laughs> in in the invasions you yeah, mean yeah yes. yeah uh, it's happened yeah. especially if you go to the other faction zone then all of a sudden you don't know why but everything turns red and then you explode yeah yeah click so, on a guy by accident but, uh, and all hell breaks loose and by the way that's yeah. you going over to the horde side there you go we'll see you next week right <laughs> uh, but uh but it, you don't really need to do that now since the well it's for the next three days but since the invasions are uh happening everywhere you just stay home stay next to your thing and you you don't have to worry every no one's going to the other factions place now so what you're telling me is i picked a bad weekend to go on my anniversary trip over the weekend where i have no access to a computer at all what? what you're telling me no yeah, i'm pretty sure your anniversary is is uh in two weeks scott oh. i think Com kim's mistaken just Tell her I said it's in two weeks. She'll she'll trust you. Oh, okay. She, she will trust me. Yeah, she'll trust you to trust me. No, wait. Trust me to trust no, you. No, uh, exactly. All exactly. right. Sounds good to me. French people don't lie. No, so there ever. Never, never, ever. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the Legion schedule for raids and dungeons as we know it today. So, Tuesday, August 30th. That's when Legion is live. Uh, man, it feels weird. I got to pinch myself. Uh, dungeons will immediately be available on normal and heroic difficulties. Mythic dungeon difficulty will be available after the weekly dungeon reset time. Uh, so essentially a week until you get Mythic. Uh, when does Mythic Plus come into the mode? When do, uh, they don't say. Well, anyway, all right. So they, so so there's that. Uh, Tuesday, September 20th. It's a big chunk of time later. You got Emerald Nightmare Raid Dungeon. That opens on normal and heroic difficulties. Mythic Keystones begin dropping and will allow increased challenges and rewards from Mythic Dungeons. So there's your Mythic Plus. Uh, yep. on the 20th so just about a, not quite a month but about two and a half weeks three weeks uh then tuesday the 27th of september mythic difficulty for nightmare emerald uh, raid opens first wing of raid finder difficulty for emerald nightmare opens so you gotta wait until september 27th for your first lfr piece of business there and then uh, we already are in october for some of this october 11th raid finder wing two for emerald nightmare and raid finder wing three opens on the 25th of october so there's your couple of months of 
of uh, post-Legion content. Um, it all sounds in line with what they usually do. None of this is too crazy. You know, this is all sort of scheduled the way they do it. The only real difference here is this weird wrinkle of uh, Mythic Plus versus Mythic and what that means and, and uh, you know, eventually Karazhan, which is going to be a while uh, before we get that. But when that comes out, that's the, the one thing that uh, the differentiates that is that it is a, a, uh, a, it will not have Mythic Plus capability. That is a Mythic, up to Mythic only option in that, in that dungeon, which is a little weird. Uh, and is on a weekly lock, lockout. So you can do it once, and that's it. And you go back and do it again the next week, Well, and you're done. So Mythic are basically uh, the equivalent, difficulty-wise, they're the equivalent of uh, current Heroic, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And then Mythic Plus picks up from there. So regular dungeons are basically when you level. Heroic are more or less, I'm, I'm sure you can do them at 100, but they're basically what you do when you reach 100, is my understanding. Right. And then you the, the serious... Uh, things the serious like i have to pay attention starts with mythic which is you can't queue for lf uh, uh, looking for group i think i think, I think mythic or and, maybe it's just mythic plus i thought mythic and beyond mythic and mythic plus meant you had to group with a pre-made that's what i oh now wow we're gonna have to look that up i'm not sure yeah, yeah. But I'm not, I, I think so. i think that's right i know it's for sure with mythic plus but mythic i think is also that yeah. way i'm not sure though exactly uh, but anyway, I, it is a little weird though that Karazhan's not going to let you do plus stuff though. That's a little weird. I don't know. I don't know why it's weird. What it's do you mean a, plus? Well, it's another dungeon and you can't do Mythic Plus in there. So that ah, this, this right, came right. out at Gamescom and, and they and they basically just said, yeah, we're all excited. 7.1 patch is going to be great. And in the interview, they said there are three major points of focus. Karazhan, uh, a small raid and additional quests in Suramar. They didn't get into big detail there. They said they'll do that more soon. But uh, Kara is not Mythic Plus and has a weekly lockout. I just, I just don't understand why it's different than the other dungeons. Like maybe it's going to be a, a catch-up kind of mechanic a little bit. It's going to well, give you better yeah. gear and um, and it just kind of seems like the place where they're telling the story, though. To me, doesn't it? Like rather good. than that's a good point. Rather than like this is like this is where you go for your weekly stuff. This is just kind of like a vehicle for yeah. a bunch of things and a little yeah, bit of all... a nostalgia trip and all that. Maybe some of that. Yeah, but yeah, they, they also said it's going to take a long time to finish it too, though. So I don't know how much. Yeah, like you're going to have to go in multiple days, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how much they're they're planning on just being a story device because it does sound like I don't know. It sounds to me, especially if they're planning on for it to be a multi-day dungeon to run, so it's basically a mini raid for all you know intents and purposes. That it's uh, it's something you're, they're expecting you to run over and over again. Yeah, if you go in on a Tuesday, finish it on a Thursday. That's a long ass piece of content, and <laughs> that's it, like three days. Yeah, and it's locked <laughs> out for replay a week later, so you can keep playing it. This reminds me of old, like you know, Wrath raids or Wrath dungeons, basically. Um, yeah. And if that's the case, well, then it's it's out that outlives its story needs. So I just don't know why it's also not a place to get your gear and get yeah, better well, gear. gear. I think it's going to be gear gear related. Uh, maybe the gear is going to be item level equivalent to more or less the uh, Mythic Plus uh, gear you can get, you know, maybe middle of the road. So it's accessible for people who can't do Mythic Plus and who don't have the, uh, you know, the patience to do, uh, to look for a specific group and stuff like that. But they, you know, they don't want you to be able to do, to chain it. And uh, just like the other heroics, they don't want you to be able to chain it and uh, and gear up yeah, just entirely gear up just with yeah. that. Sure, yeah. I can see that. I totally forgot to even say this earlier. Dills, you got your ring finally. 
Speaking of things oh, to yeah, do before yeah. Tuesday, way to go, man. I know. I think, uh, Patrick, you got yours too, right? Oh, yeah. I, I got mine it. a couple of weeks ago already. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We we both made it. Yeah. Look at us. I was a little nervous at the end there because uh, I went into one LFR and the drop rate had been really good. And then I, I jumped into a new one for like the last week or whatever I could do it. And the first three bosses didn't drop any. I needed like five. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, no, don't tell me this is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but then like the next bunch in a row just all dropped to the uh the tone okay. so i was good to go that is some RNG. the little, little storyline that yeah. you actually finished there too is really interesting so i was glad i got to see everything and kind of you know how it all goes down there's, there's it's a tale of betrayal and and magic and delete and you know the incoming uh it's it, it like sets up it, it's good like i feel like i saw everything i needed to see before legion happened now mm. and yeah, yeah absolutely. you know i'm happy that i did it yeah sure and even uh, though i'm not gonna be like i'm gonna like drop a, gr a green off of a random mob's gonna <laughs> drop and i'm gonna you know put it away forever but no whatever. i think right. i think your legendary is gonna hold until you're 110 uh, that's so? the idea okay. usually yeah usually the legendary is is supposed to uh hold for you know a good chunk of the expansion yeah. that's the the idea yeah. but um i, I saw a, a post on reddit uh by one guy who actually got to 32 um tomes this week oh so oh. that's it he oh. will never get it he's missing one oh. and that oh. broke my heart it was terrible <laughs> that sucks man. oh that does suck <laughs> he's like at cadgar like come on dude i got 32 of them <laughs> yeah Just exactly give a ring. <laughs> that's some that's some rng bad times is what that is well it's also that he he probably started Didn't doing it too late yeah. yeah that's a good point I guess if you just on you, really, buddy, yeah. I don't even feel bad. So this is kind of like a ring ceremony <laughs> for you too. Today's episode, a little ring ceremony. Garrett, did you go for that or no? Oh God, no. Yeah, no. Me, me neither, dude. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just did not did not have enough interest. Yeah, uh, we're the wine. Well, we're it, the wines Earl Johnson team because I didn't do it either. So don't feel bad at all. When you say not that bad, Patrick, like what? How long did it take you? So the last part wasn't that bad, actually. I should be precise. Uh, everything. Because they raised, I'm pretty sure they raised the uh, the drop rate for the tomes at the end. It you felt know, that way. With the seven, yeah. yeah. The, I got like 90% uh, drop rate. So definitely mm. feels like they did that. But everything else, I mean, you did have some, a little bit of catch-up mechanics. If you if you did, uh, if you got some effects buy a bunch of uh the previous things you had to collect but it was still yeah it wasn't i, I, I i'll mean, take back long, i'll take get back it, the, you get it by playing the game i don't know it, it didn't like force you to go somewhere and walk around killing aimless mobs for ever it, it forced well, you to just go and a, do the raids i mean yeah and you had to yeah. do them a bunch of times but it's still just like the game that like I wanted to be playing anyway, you know. So to me, it didn't feel that grindy because mm -hmm. I wanted to be, I, you know, I wanted to be killing Archimond a few times. I wanted to be doing all that stuff that I hadn't really been spending a lot of time doing, you know, in the in the kind of down months of World of Warcraft. So to me, it just felt like fresh and fun. And yeah, I'm just raiding. Like that's all I'm doing. Mm. Uh, so you know, as 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 grindy as it can feel, if you think about it, in oh, I need to earn. 300 of these things to make three tablets and i gotta do that a bunch of times and i gotta get 33 tomes because i think about it like that yeah i can start to feel like a grind but if you just think about it like well i just want to go in and do some rating mm -hmm. uh, and eventually mm -hmm. i'll get there it didn't that part 
I think it was just the mindset. It's not, it's not like right. constantly clearing a field of uh, elementals trying to get their essence. Yeah, and... You weren't killing sewer rats. You know, you were actually like doing <laughs> you were raiding. Yeah, so. that's it good. Was, it was probably about, I would say, four times each raid would get you all the elements you needed. So you had to do uh, high mole four times and then uh, uh, Hellfire Citadel. No, what's the other one? Foundry four times and then Hellfire Citadel. About you know, four times and you would get sure. everything. So mm. it, yeah, when you put it like that, it's reasonable. I think what people have an issue with is that you're playing the game, uh, you know, ev if you're playing the game every day, it's not four times. It, it feels like it is four weeks and you do it once in two days after the, the, big, the, the thing resets. Mm. And then you have to wait uh, until the end of the week. And what you end up doing is going, trying to get the, these items with, uh, uh, work orders or uh, missions in the uh, uh, I already forgot what the naval table mission thing is. Oh, uh, um, whatever. That you know, was. and you could yeah. get some of them like this, but it was really slow. So I think that's why people have a bad feeling about it. But yeah, it, ultimately, it's really doing the raid four times, and that's a reasonable ask for sure. For, I have to mm -hmm. I have to make a confession about time. the naval table. You want to hear my naval table? confession or did it <laughs> i did it twice and got so i was so not into that that i quit doing it and i couldn't stand it yeah. anymore yeah two times it, you have you have to uh do a certain amount of the missions to get the ring to like the naval missions mm. uh yeah. but it's it's actually you just have to do enough until it offers you the legendary quests uh like the or the legendary what, what do you call it, like missions i guess the legendary there's only like two of those yeah, yeah, so yeah that's true but yeah. you have to like do enough of them that it starts to offer you those. The naval table. Again, like yeah. again, though, like that didn't feel that grindy to me. It was just like I log in each day, I open up my garrison stuff, and that's one of the things I do. And I just did that until it happened. You know. Yeah, yeah. same for me. I'm starting. That's why we were, we were saying light before. was grindier. By the way. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was grind more grindy than this. Drain or flying? Yeah. yeah. Patrick, did you oh, feel like drain or flying felt way more grindy? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the. I mean, I don't know. I mean, ultimately, what I did personally was that I came back after you know we we've mentioned a couple of times after not playing uh, seriously for months. I mean, like many of us. Yeah. So I basically did all of it in um, what three weeks, a month, maybe a month and a half max, but for all of it. So it didn't feel horribly grindy for me, um, but yeah, it was definitely the the flying was worse than uh, than the uh, legendary. The legendary, yeah. yeah it's just because of what you had to do, for, like that that was for me the what, what felt grindy about that was was things like grinding rep, you know. So just running around killing mm. mobs. Oh, those saber rep. things. Yeah, yeah, killing the sabers, was... and then you know once I got close enough, then obviously I just bought you the bought. rest of it from the auction house. But yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I would like to announce that Garrett and I are starting a new podcast called The Naval Table, and we're going to focus entirely <laughs> yes. on as you guys are call it the apps. legend list. Yeah, that's why you're here today. We're going to make the big <laughs> announcement. Uh, all right, where the heck was I before all that? Oh, so we're not getting Nighthold until early 2017. That's the next raid on the table, on the Naval Table. Uh, that is toward the very beginning of 2017, so maybe January, February, something like that. Um, they're adding new legendaries. So is that going to be the last one? Uh, not no. the last one, but the next one. So so right. it's easy to look at this and go, um, man, look how spread out some of this stuff is and forget just how much of the um, uh, arc, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? The weapons. The, I can't think of the stupid name of the weapons all of a sudden. What's wrong with my Artifacts. Artifact, Artifact, Artifact weapons. weapons. Jeez. 
artifact weapons are going to fill our lives for so much of this expansion that hardcore raiders are going to look at the schedule and just go, well, this isn't any different than usual. This isn't a faster turnaround on raid content. You're so negative about people all the time. Believe in people, Scott. They're not going to say that. They just keep letting me down, Patrick, all the time, (laughs) these hardcore raiders. But I just want people to look at that and not not start going, uh oh, like warrior or like warlords again. No, this is more content. It's spread out like normal. Uh, everything will be fine. But I've been hearing a lot of that. Like a lot of people. I mean, that, no, that this all sounds fairly normal to me. Like this doesn't sound like I don't know. That sounds fairly quick, honestly. Early 2017, we're talking like a five or six month schedule or something like that between yeah, raids. Like, we're almost there, seems, yeah. right? Yeah. Seems good. We're at- we're at the end of August when it launches. We're getting our first raid within a couple of weeks into September. Yeah. That, that's I mean, fun. I know we don't want summer to be over, but it's over. It's yeah. over. Yeah. And we're going to have the Karazhan the the patch. Yeah, we'll have the Karazhan patch in between. Uh, yeah, no, this is already, to me, looking... It looks like it's already beating Draenor in terms of content releases. Oh, I already yeah. feel like I'm falling behind right now. Is what <laughs> <laughs> getting that invasion level, right now. Guys, but I feel like I'm falling behind. Yeah, getting that invasion right this second while we're doing the show. Uh, Nighthold. Like 2017, I won't be ready by then. <laughs> They're also adding new legendaries over time, they said in these interviews at Gamescom. Uh, that means that this initial batch of legendaries, and I'm talking about the ones that you could have fall off a random mob in the middle of nowhere, uh, like the Diablo-style legendaries, uh, they're not done. They're going to add more over the time or over this expansion. And by the by way, the way the, yeah. go into the beta, P- the PTR beta thing for PvP now. Yeah because I'm not sure how it's going to work once the game launches. I really want them to just keep it the way it is. Mm. But you could just go buy the legendaries. Oh, they really? Give you an, enough gold to go buy them. You can only have one on a character. Yeah. But you can just go buy them and try them out. All of them. And oh. uh, they're really cool. They all have like fun little abilities and stuff, and they're useful in PvP. So, yeah, get in there and do that. How expensive are they? It doesn't matter. They just give you, they give you enough gold. Like Your character has enough gold on them. They're hey. like, they're like uh, I don't know. 2000 gold or something and your character has like 100k when you when you create it well the reason i ask is it uh so you're saying you wish they'd keep it like that but you don't really want that right you don't want people buying no no, no I'm, I'm not saying like i want the regular game to work that way i'm just saying i want that to i want the beta to be oh. or i want the ptr to always work like this because yeah it's so fun you can log in you can you can just have a high level character yeah for any class so you can try it out in pvp before you actually you know try before you buy and uh, and it's like you're fully geared as much as everybody else. And you can try the legendary you want and the build you want. And then I just I like it a lot. Yeah, it's really cool. That's actually really cool. It's I, making me like roll a whole bunch of different tunes so I can try out all of the different types. And I don't know. It's it, I feel like it's a it's fun and it's also a useful tool. So I want this to just stay around like the yeah. whole time. And, I'm not and you know what you're and work. you know what you're doing. You are inadvertently doing the thing you always say you don't like doing, which is you are beta testing the beta. I'm well, yeah. But I'm not beta testing any. I'm not doing any questing. <laughs> right. But, I will not beta test the quest. But line. you're still doing things that they can gather data. In other words, you're yeah. a more useful PTR user I'm, now. I'm helping Halinka is what I hope I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> if I could do anything in life, I just want to help Halinka. Well, don't we all? We got to get that mullet back. That's what we're all working toward. Um, all right. What else? They describe the ability pruning as, okay, here's what I want to do. This, there's some hippie stuff in here. You ready for this? They say... Pruning in the game, when we pruned abilities, because they were asked about it again, how do you feel about you know players who are mad about all the pruning? They said, it's like pruning a plant so that it has room to grow and flourish, they say. So that's pretty good. And they also said this, in a world with no weaknesses, there are no strengths. All right. 
We're a I bunch got, of hippies. We're freaking Lore Walker Cho should be telling us the Monkey King flew yeah, away right. now or whatever. I was just about to say they roll out his voice actor for this. <laughs> so if, if if Scott, if you remember, I was the instance intern at one point. I do remember Pants this. Intern I remember this. Point, long, long ago. Yes. I was a young, young man sure. who could never lose my balance on a scooter. Right. Uh, and I <laughs> wrote an article about abilities that had been around in World of Warcraft too long, didn't need them. We could just get rid of these things, yep, right? Yep. And it made some people so mad, just the thought of cutting abilities, because, oh my God, what about that one thing that you can use this for? That one time when you're doing this one thing, and then you use it there. Mm-hmm. And that was their argument. And my argument was, well, what if you just didn't have to do it in those situations? Like, mm-hmm. would that be terrible? Mm-hmm. And But apparently, like, people just, they can't not think in that term yeah. that... More buttons is more complexity, and more things to do is making the game uh, fuller, richer, all that kind of stuff. And I just completely disagree, because it it really comes down to just the strategy between players and when you're using abilities and how you're using them and understanding the order you're supposed to do them in and all that kind of stuff and understanding the ins and outs of all of them. And when you have 30 buttons on your hunter, are you really understanding complexity or are you just filling your bar with buttons and then using five or six of them anyway like yeah. it, to me this game doesn't feel any less complex it just feels more natural now and i can really focus on the things that are important and mm-hmm. part, part of me I, you know, part you of me thinks Diablo, there's four buttons sure and that game is plenty complex yeah you, you really want it to be the complexity um, comes comes in other ways like yeah i even you feel heroes there's four buttons. exactly right? like, I, here's the weird bit about you just said uh, hunter with 30 buttons I'm even I'm even a little bit disappointed or I'm a little bit um, not disappointed. I, I, you know, been playing around with talents and stuff and realize, oh, if I go a certain talent pick, I can actually fill up a lot more bars or a lot more spaces on my bar with abilities if you want to. And I realized, oh, yeah. So the people who really are interested in having a ton of actions they barely use, the game still sort of let you do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. a rearrangement. Well, they're going to be more useful. Sure. But- there are active abilities that do fit into your rotation a little bit more than, you know, this this one thing that, you know, I don't know, D-Curse or whatever mages have that they never use. Well, um, things like putting arcane brilliance on somebody. Like, was that adding complexity yeah, yeah, to the exactly. game or was it just a button you had to push, you know? Yeah. People are complaining because yeah. they took out, like, buffs. I'm like, yeah, well, it was just the thing you just had to do. It didn't do – like, it didn't add anything. It was just like, hey – at the beginning of a pool, you'd be like, "Hey, Druid, where's uh, you know where's our buff, dude?" And that was it. See, was see, Patrick, Dills doesn't believe in people either. See. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I can put this in, in a way too. that uh, that Americans are going to understand. Right. I think I have the perfect analogy. All right. Um, imagine that uh, these many buttons are uh, the government, oh, man. and the government. What does it do? Any administration. It gets bigger and it never, you know, its job is to sustain mm. itself. It's never mm-hmm. going to get smaller. So no. if you let it grow forever, it's ne- it's always going to grow. And that was yep. the issue with the abilities in WoW. If you never pruned anything, which they did a little bit in the past, but if you never really pruned anything seriously, it was just going to get bigger. It was going to be just like the government. And no, but nobody wants Nobody that. wants it to I be know. that I know. I survived as a survival hunter. They took my gun away, dude. So what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> I- 
that is fantastic. So if I, but I understand. I like let me that. let me play a little devil's advocate. So Garrett, let's say you and I are having a transaction, and okay. you. Oh, what's going to happen? Okay, is this a sexual are, transaction. Is no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> is Nothing it like on that. the naval? Uh, the naval table. The naval table. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Garrett, get down on this naval table. Let's have a transaction. Put some sushi on your belly button and. Oh, nine and a half weeks yeah. with me and Garrett. So you're you come over and you say, "All right, I'm going to give you a set amount of money, and in return, I'm going to give you a bag of jelly beans or whatever." And so I give you that That's bag of jelly beans, deal. and All later right. on, I say to you, um, "I need to remove. I need to take some of your jelly be- jelly beans out of there. I need to. We're going to cut back. Why? Well, it's just a little complex. The flavors are a little too crazy. It's gone. It's out of control. We really want to get back to the the fantasy of a jelly bean. <laughs> we want to like have, you know." Just enough jelly beans to get you by. So I'm just going to take some of those back. And you're like, well, wait, I paid for those jelly beans. I think that's how people's natural reaction is. And so I don't, I, I just want to yeah. say I understand where they're coming from. I get it. So, but that's the thing. I think that I think that's an incorrect metaphor because that's that's you're you're just going for oh, a quantity really? of food that you were <laughs> expecting to have in the first place, and you're just getting objectively less of the thing you were paying for. I think this is more like iteration. I see this more like iteration on an automobile and. I think people are getting mad about, well, wait, you didn't just add four more tires to the same car from last year? Like, I don't I don't see that as innovation. I, I see that as, as needless bloat. No doubt that that is a better analogy. However, I'm, I'm all, all my point is... It doesn't is, have as many jelly beans. I'm saying... My, what I'm saying is... Yeah, a glove box full of, uh, of jelly beans, please, in my car. No, I'm saying that if it's this, they're getting the same emotional reaction. It may not yeah. even be in the same. They think they're having something taken away, and really, what they're what's happening is their game is being improved, refined, iterated on, and it isn't the same as jelly beans. And that's my point. People think it is. They think they're having something removed yeah. from what they're paying for, and it's uh, just People a mindset. Think it is jelly beans for it, sure. <laughs> and I understand. I understand that because you know not all change is necessarily good change, and that's a big discussion around WoW in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've, we've talked about it. I feel like every time we've I've guessed it on the show, we've talked about how Garrison's, you know, it, it, it was it was, you know, it was built as an improvement. It's a new feature. You're going to love it. And in reality, I think a lot of us feel like it kind of killed the social aspect of the game. It didn't make it feel like a living, breathing world. Right. Um, so I, that's why I think no matter what the change is, it gets called in the question. Yep. Well, it has to. And not yeah. even just since then. I mean, has there ever been a time where WoW didn't get scrutinized for some tweak or removal or change? I remember playing the alpha in 2003. And the talent system was a completely different world than it ever became or is today. And I remember that being changed mid-alpha. And I remember alpha, friends and family alpha players being upset that it changed. So They weren't so friendly and family-y then. That's, that's right, Patrick. We need to believe in people. Believe Again, in here's so- the difference between Patrick and the American <laughs> audience. Because I'm like, friends and family, my Thanksgivings can sometimes get scary. <laughs> that sounds normal. Well, you're in Florida. So... They got to take that in. Because we know. I'll run with the uh, jelly bean thing and make it like make it work. Okay. I don't think it's uh, taking away jelly beans. It's like, well, maybe it's taking away some jelly beans. But then the ones that remain, they're not that, you know, artificial, uh, uh, super crappy tomatoes in winter taste. They're delicious, fresh 
amazing jelly bean taste that you've never tasted before. And they're awesome. And, and uh, you know, you're going to enjoy them, the ones that are left, a lot more than you ever did any of the other jelly beans. So there's better. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this jelly bean thing even to another level. Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll, 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 I'll say I'll give it another version of an analogy. I, like, it's not always better to put a symphony behind Metallica. Right. Mm. Sometimes mm. you just want to hear Metallica, the four guys at Metallica, and it doesn't help. Or sometimes it's not best to put a, co- a gospel choir behind your hit song uh, because, you know, that you get a cool video moment. This is sometimes good. you should just have yeah. the white stripes and yeah. there's two people in the band. Yep. And it's all good. Totally agree. This is a good analogy. OK, no more jelly beans. Jelly beans are out. <laughs> this is the way we're doing it from now on. Very well said, actually. Uh, so, okay, so that kind of sums up what happened to Gamescom and all the new stuff. Really, they're just all geared up to launch. There's been rumors of some hacker groups that are planning a big DDoS attack on Tuesday, so that'll be fun. Hopefully, they'll. But it did uh, happen. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, that was a lead, <laughs> that was some sort of there lead was up. one already. Yeah. Um, the 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 Battle.net uh, client has been on and off for I mean a few days ago it was there was a couple of hours where you couldn't log in and uh, apparently they worked some magic and you know managed to get away from the DDoS a little bit but it, it is a, a bit scary for sure it's uh, it's they are well there are some evil people the kind of people you apparently meet at your uh, Thanksgiving dinners uh, Americans <laughs> that uh, that are planning to do DDoS attacks I hope Blizzard is uh, you know is finding ways to counter them but it's not easy so you know what I wish would it happen more if, running if, well if there's going to be militant hackers that are always trying to take things down why aren't there more militant hackers that are fighting on the other end of it that are trying that are like showing their prowess as hackers at stopping large-scale attacks because my my narrative for like the hacker cyber future, where everyone's hacking everybody, I've been watching too much Mr. Robot. But anyway, when that's happening, <laughs> I want like, you know, I want that war to be really happening, and I want there to be a side that's kind of got humanity's good in mind, and somebody else who's like totally evil and doing terrible stuff. We don't have the counter right now. It's just Blizzard going, oh shit, what are we gonna do? You know what I mean? Well, it's more than that. They're they're smart and they have a lot of good engineers. And I don't want to make it sound like Blizzard doesn't know what they're doing. But you know, sometimes right, they that, sort of have what you're asking for, and they're on their payroll. I guess uh, I guess that's yeah, true. But yeah, but, but where like the you know General Kevin Mcnick, please lead the army of of good hackers to take down the bad hackers. Isn't anonymous sort of supposed to be that kind of? Except they just target yeah, people they don't like. They're technically not even a real thing. Mm. It's just like, I, I, we could get into a whole argument about that, but. <laughs> Some people think they're a real thing. Some people think it's just the name people use. Lots yeah. of other people use. Oh, I think that's probably true. The the, the yeah. good guys are the government. They're the ones who protect you and help oh, you. Oh, Lord. That's what happens. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If only that were true. Yeah. I wish this was the 40s where everyone believed that. That'd be great. I'd love that. That was a good time, the 40s. Well, except for that war part. But the other part of the 40s was great. <laughs> The rest of the 40s were fantastic. <laughs> if you, it depended on what country you were living in, Scott. Yeah, if yeah. you were in Germany or its neighboring countries, you wouldn't think the government was so great. Yeah, things were a little rough in France back then, yeah. it turns out. It's okay, Patrick. The, you don't the, have the to truth is, us. though, like so. we, it's really just up to Blizzard. to like We can't rely on uh, vigilante hackers to protect <laughs> us. We, Scott is asking for Hacker Batman. I am asking yeah. for Hacker Where's Batman. Hacker Batman? <laughs> yeah. What the hell, dude? Hackman. That's all I'm looking for yeah. is Hackman. He's part Batman, part hacker. 
All right. Uh, the WoW DVD coming out soon. We have one additional scene. Everybody wanted director's cut. They didn't make enough money to do it. Uh, there's talk that after all advertising budget and everything else, they ended up losing about $30 million despite the success overseas. So uh, it was said on Twitter by uh, a director himself that the film will include a, a single additional scene, but not a director's that cut. That it? Yep, that's it. So there you go. One scene. And it apparently that's- involves orcs, so that's cool. Uh, well, there was one that was released actually, or part of it. it uh, the be. one where they're around the fire and they're talking to who was it, Blackhand? And I literally think Didn't that's. You see that? I think that's the scene. I think there. Wow. I think not only is it on the DVD and the Blu-ray, but you will actually be able to go to YouTube and see it right now if you want and save the money. I don't know. I feel I. I'm. I'm. I'm in that mode where I'm I really enjoyed the movie and I was so glad it got made and I really hope there's sequels and all this stuff I'm I'm all for but it just was such a fizzle on the on the broader scale and I just I don't know bums me out wait where are you saying that there's only one scene uh this well okay I well should, the tweet just says that is one of the scenes did he say one of oh one yeah, that's one of the, one scenes, of the scenes in the extras when they extend in, the, cut. in the extras it doesn't sound like we're getting a full-on director's cut yeah. But it no, sounds we're like not. we're getting the extras. Okay, so there is so there is more coming on that. Yeah, yeah, I would like to just see, because, okay, so Mick Montgomery said that he saw the movie like months before it came out in some kind of special screening. Yeah. And that it was a longer movie. Yeah. And there was more things, like a lot more things in it. Yeah. So then the final cut we got, there was a bunch of stuff cut out at that point. Right. And he said like things like, Okay, spo- spoiler alerts. Mm. Do we still have to do that on this show no. about the Warcraft movie? No. People, so the, the yeah. scene where Medivh essentially uh, tells Garona that that he's her dad, uh, which was kind of ambiguous in the movie, the version we saw. Yeah. You could kind of tell that it was that, yeah. but not, you know, it was it was a more of a hint than straight up. He said that in the version he saw, that was like totally obvious. Really? Like there was way more to it, and it was essentially like, "Yo, I'm your dad." Here's a rose. Whoa. And now travel back to, you know. Was it like uh, was like uh, the Martha moment in Batman v Superman? Was it like that? <laughs> yeah. I it was exactly not. like that. I sure hope not because I freaking hated that. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, there was a bunch more apparently. And what I really ultimately want is I want to see whatever version that, you know, if Duncan Jones wanted to make it himself. Yeah. What would it be? Right. Yeah. That, like, if he were the one who to edit it and say all the stuff I wanted in there is now all in there. I want that, and I guess we're not getting that because it sounds like we're just getting extras. Well, would you be okay but, if it was all just animatics and not finished effects scenes? Because a lot of what cut, got cut, according to him, which included like trolls and some other stuff, stuff. that didn't get finished. Yeah, CGI-wise. yeah, yeah. They'd have to. Pay I mean, for that. honestly, like maybe, but I think what will end up happening, which I'll just have to deal with, is that we'll get the DVD with all the, you know, all these extra scenes, and then we'll get a fan cut. And then I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get somebody uh, really get talented. Topher. We'll make a sweet fan cut. Yeah, Topher Grace is gonna make his cut of the movie and show <laughs> yeah, one time. Oh yeah, in California. That's such a weird and thing that never, he does. That by the way, isn't that weird? To see. Isn't that weird? That seventy show. Well, he was just trying to teach himself editing. Was the story I thought right? Oh, was that the deal? He was like, "Oh, this big Star Wars." <laughs> well, it was like somebody else did this. Um, I forgot the director. That's a great way to learn how to edit, though. Yeah, yeah. I know. There's some other director did it with Mad Max. Made a weird version of that, um, and then made a old black and white version of something i can't remember who that was sex patrick i have a question anyway do you log in after stage two or log out after stage two or before it ends (laughs) not for any reason he's just curious he's just curious he doesn't not that he needs to know right now 
you log out after you're done with stage two. Uh, okay, so you just never do stage three and four. Yeah, and you just log out. No, uh, you don't. Okay. You don't don't get the chests uh, because yeah, yeah. I think they moved the the small chest to stage three. But you don't uh, care when you're leveling. Yeah, sure, whatever. Okay, all cool. Right. Yeah, just for just for just for future reference. <laughs> no, no, no. It's important to have I'm all the information going for on. when you're gonna be playing uh, in the future, which is also what I will be doing. Which, since I'm not playing now at all, yeah, right. and of I'll course be, not. No uh, one would do. That. I will be enjoying. Only Turfster would do that. I will, of and, course. You know, you can always I tell when Turfster is. We know why he's not here now. Yeah. you know, so so <laughs> some people didn't appreciate his lack of commitment to being present in the moment. I so I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I distinctly remember listening to one of the, the final times I ever listened to the WoW Insider show. Yeah. And uh Terpster downing Lich King while in the middle <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah, this is nothing new for him. This is what he does. Um when I record hypothetical help uh with him, he I will sometimes ask him a question and I can tell he's in a hairy moment in some dungeon or something. <laughs> I've done a podcast with him once and he was in the subway while yep. doing it. Yep. There you go. Yep. There's Patrick. Or there's uh Terpster always on the run. Not Patrick, you're never on the run. I'm always on the run too, you know. I, that, why do you think I have my scarf? It's so I can disappear. <laughs> I was, I thought it was so people could tell you are in motion. That's the one. <laughs> it's not just a scarf. It's like a utility belt. It's like Batman's utility belt, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I can like put it on a on like a wire and just <laughs> rappel down this thing. I can exactly. wrap it around things and climb. You know, I can do all sorts of stuff with that scarf. Yeah, it's pretty good. Utility French scarf. scarf. So do we? That. Do we? Do we think there's any chance? at all that we're going to get a, a sequel film for warcraft uh yes. yeah i think it's 100 percent of the time it I might be in chinese yeah it might not become, <laughs> it might not be american at all but uh no i i think there will be and i think they've all sort of made i mean even losing 30 million is still in some circles i don't know that money is fluid you could kind of say well if you don't count this or that which would have happened anyway or this money funnel from that then we really did actually make money so they could they could make a an argument for it. Whether Duncan Jones wants to go through this again, I don't know. Like it well, seems. He sounds like he. I mean, to me, he still seems very excited about all of it. But uh, the, the, I mean, the fact is, the movie did make money. It just didn't not in America, right? Yeah. So that, that's the thing is, that according to Wikipedia, it only cost one sixty to make, and it made over four hundred million. But it, yeah. you know, it, what Wikipedia doesn't tell you is what. I don't think it's lumping in like the advertising campaign and stuff. Well, it's because they don't do that either. But like the, still, the studio doesn't even tell you. Yeah, I'm sure they did know. not spend see, 240 million on advertising. So. Yeah, I don't see how it didn't make money. I mean, it seems it really hard to 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 have a budget of a production budget of 160 million and not make money if you if you sell 420 million. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's like yes, and the DVD is not even out yet. Budget is so. huge. Yeah, and exactly. And you know, since I um, since Warcraft, I started paying attention to what movies were being uh, were getting sequels, and oh my god, there are some movies you would never think are getting sequels that are like even the Maleficent or one of the Snow Whites like is getting a, a sequel. Who who went to see this? Male I, I don't. Maleficent. Know. Oh, uh, male Malefic uh, male Maleficent. 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 <laughs> okay. Something like that. Yeah, well, sure, that works too. Uh, Maleficent. No, that's fine. With it's it? fine. Maleficent. Well, that it wasn't made it. efficient at all. It is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Wow. Wow. But I mean, million dollars. So clearly, some people went and saw it, Patrick. Yeah, yeah some people. Of course, saw it. of course. But I mean, there there are lots of movies that you wouldn't think uh, should get, or you know, you wouldn't think made enough to to get sequels, and that actually do. And I think 
I just want a, a sequel. Well, that. okay, so I got this. Now you I, see me, part two. Yeah, I mean, come on. That made mo- yeah, yeah, made enough money. Now you see me, part two. And we're not gonna get a World of Warcraft. Now we're uh, getting a Warcraft. Okay, two. so so let me give you. Uh, this is the the article I found from July, and this is I've, I found this before, and I found it again just now. This is the one claiming that they probably still lost money. So this is their thinking. Video game adaptation tanked in the U.S. but blasted its way to the be- one of the best showings of all time in Chinese and China. Uh, let's see, as it, winds, as it winds down its global run, this was again July, uh, fully 89% of its $430 million uh, gross to date has come from international, and more than half of the revenue came from China, uh, where here in the States it bombed with $46.6 million total. Uh, Warcraft's a strange box office beast, blah, blah, blah. Let's see, I'm trying to find the part where they talk about not making money in the end, because that's what they claim here. Um, I, that's, some, that's some fuzzy math right there. Yeah. Do they th- are they saying like are they saying that they counted the that in yen or whatever and it's not actually I mean, that's not yet. even the friggin' form of money. But you know what I'm saying like are they saying like that I, I like how do you come up with that? 420 million doesn't make you money? Maybe what? maybe they have to do it per territory in a way that what? makes it I don't know, it's weird. It says here, if legendary maybe. does produce a sequel to the trilogy or or a trilogy rather, uh, with only Asian markets in mind, could this be the beginning of a new era of blockbusters and big-budget sequels that can actually bypass the North American audience barrier and still rally for a profit? But this this article claims they lost like $30 million. No, the there's no way. I don't know there's how no they come to that either. Maybe, you know, maybe. Unless the, the conversion rates are terrible. Like, there's just no oh, way. Oh, no, here it is. It says the clo- um, uh, those close to the $160 million budgeted video game adaptations say the loss will be about $15 million, but the... Uh, but any deficit stings because of Warcraft, blah, blah, blah. Hold on, I'm just skipping ahead. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The loss is what it could have been worse. Anyway, I, but he doesn't really give the math. I don't, I don't know okay. how this works. Thanks, Hollywood Reporter. You nailed it. Good job. <laughs> but may, maybe there's something about, you know, in China, you have to have a joint company. Uh, maybe they can't go, you know, in as a, an American company. So it, it has to be a... a Chinese company that uh, that that distributes the movie and then they don't get uh, as much money from mm-hmm. that or maybe they only yeah. get a small. I mean, I can you know, see that maybe some of the money is hidden a little bit, but it definitely came back. Yeah, it seems really hard to not make a profit yeah. on a hundred and sixty million budget. And no. yeah. yeah, many but, people in the chat room are making good points that we're also not calculating what the theaters get in their cut from the sales. Sure. Sure. No, of course, but that's oh, I know the money spread around pretty heftily, but it's yeah. also I just think there's creative financing going on when you're talking about international like exchange stuff between different companies who own portions of whatever, and so we, yeah. so it's very hard to tell. But I agree with you guys; it doesn't seem the math seems weird. The, the thing is, though, if they were to make the sequel and then like aim at the Chinese market, I think that would be a mistake because I think what they should do is just make whatever Warcraft Two should be. Because that is what the Chinese market clearly wanted in the first place. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? a lot of American movies do really well over there. All yeah. ready, like they want an Americanized version of it, and then they want you know what I mean. Like they, they love Warcraft. Like mm-hmm. I, you don't all of a sudden like it's all Chinese actors and stuff, and then suddenly like, that that would work really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just, we might get to, one Chinese actor. <laughs> oh, we, already, a, we have some of the elves, right? Or, who who or, will play Chen Stormstout? That's the real question here. <laughs> who will be? I hey, I'm not trying to be racist, but I assume pandas, right? Got to be pandas. Well, and Gul'dan is wasn't Gul'dan is Chinese? Oh, right? is he Asian? I don't know. I didn't know the guy that. who played Gul'dan. Yeah, is, is he? Oh, okay. Oh. I, have no, I have no idea. Well, so there you go. Pacific Rim tried pulling that as well by injecting 
Oh, it, uh, it yeah. happens. International it happens. talent. Yeah, Daniel Daniel Wu. Daniel Wu. Played... Uh, a Hong Kong American actor. Played uh, Gul'dan. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't know that? He was great. Apparently, he's like pretty big there, too. Well, he oh, he's the lead from uh, from that AMC show I've never watched. He didn't... <laughs> Into the Badlands. Yeah. Into the Badlands. He didn't yeah. look, well, he didn't well, look like Gul'dan. That was pretty good. Yeah, I heard it's yeah. good. But uh, he didn't look like Gul'dan. I mean, he didn't look Asian to me. He looked like... He looked orcan. <laughs> Gul'dan oh, didn't look Asian to you? No. But that's my... Speaking But that's my point. Is it, are, are we trying to be overt about it or just say that the sequel should have some actually recognizable Asian actors in it? Because he was like a CGI man. No, but I think for you, Scott, but you don't see race and especially not ding pong yeah. race, so I don't <laughs> think you would. on that, dude. Hey, I'm not the one who started with the ding pong, okay? That's a good point. The racism came from inside the show. Yeah, and then Patrick added to it by doing this. <laughs> there you go. A little laugh from Patrick. All right, let's uh, talk about Hearthstone. Geez, if only we had a couple angry chickens here to tell us what's happening in the Karazhan expansion. Uh, and there's, like, what, New Wing this week? What's going on in there? Uh, d- d- yeah, new Wing yesterday, which I actually the- haven't done yet because mm. I was uh, dealing with that damn giant government that took away my survival hunter gun. That's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Screw those guys. Your guns and Warcraft hills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Menagerie released yesterday. Uh, Jocelyn and I actually did a whole playthrough, recorded it. It's up on the A-Move YouTube right now. Uh, Dill sadly was stuck at the DMV, uh, which yeah. I believe is the opposite of playing Hearthstone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite uh, literally. The... Well, actually, I did. I did play on my phone a little bit, but yeah. Did they take yeah. away your license to drive a scooter, or are you still good there? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was there doing my scooter proficiency test uh-huh. to see if I could still drive that. Like, uh, sir, what are those? What's that blood coming off your knee? I don't believe you're ready for this test. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Garrett. You that, were saying. Oh, how is the menagerie? Yeah, it's uh, it, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, if for nothing else, just the curator's VO is fantastic, and everyone should go play right now because he kills you with uh, manners. Oh wow! So like my mother-in-law then. He's so polite. It's hilarious. That's, I love it. That's fantastic. Is he also slightly racist like my mother-in-law? No, maybe. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. No. And I say slightly, um, should, I mean more than we slightly. We really should, uh, I think, start a podcast about uh, the racist things our uh, our rel- our extended relatives. Well, say yeah, they're all from they're all from the south. It's built into them. There's an endless yeah. sea of information, and we can call it the naval table. It'll be great. They're done, done and done, done and done. Um, and so, what's next for that expansion? What's the next? Is it the, the final final wing? Yeah, well, the final yeah, wing the final is next wing. week. We're gonna hit the spire. And we will be done with Karazhan, and all of the cards will be released. That's fantastic. Yeah. But right now, though, the, the 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 big news I think out of this wing is Beast Druid now finally got its final tool in the toolbox, uh, which is the Menagerie Warden, where you get to copy a beast that's on your board. Mm. So for six mana, you play a five five, and you also copy a, an existing beast on your board, which means if you played like a, a, a Stranglethorn Tiger, Stranglethorn Tiger on turn five. You then copy a fight. You play ten ten where the stats for six mana on turn six. It's disgusting. It's gross. Uh, it's going to be all over the ladder everywhere. And then also the, I actually think I've seen a couple of people starting to play actual menagerie decks where you play the beast, dragon, murloc thing. Mm. I've been seeing it actually happen, mm. and it appears to be maybe good. So mm. we'll see where that thing all lands, but. All right. Uh, there's, there's some pretty fun cards here, and it's the exciting part to me about it is that we're finally getting to the point where it's unlocked all of the potential of some of the earlier cards, where you got you know one half of what you needed to make a deck work, 
but you didn't get everything you needed because they, you know, drip feed everything to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So absolutely. now we're finally getting to that point where we can start just messing with all the stuff. And I think most people are finding out that some of the cards we thought were were absolute garbage are actually pretty damn good in Karazhan. Mm-hmm. Which is which is good. I'm so glad. Hey, I'm happy. Hey, hey, I'm happy Bills. to be wrong here. Yeah. Bill's Purify released yesterday, and the game oh, yeah. is not on fire. Whoa. Oh, I'm I'm all over purified decks. By the way, I'm that's that tonight's stream will be heavy on the purified deck. Mm. Uh, I've but been playing still, tons. That's of still a joke, right? What the the purify? purify thing is still a joke, isn't it? I mean, it's it it doesn't it doesn't. It's, it's still not... like a worse archetype of priest than what you could be right. doing. Which I've been yeah. playing the res priest a lot, which is actually I think fairly good. Actually, a, yeah, a new what's video got, I wanted YouTube to ask you. Today. It's it, I've heard or I've seen I don't know people on Twitter say that it's actually really good. Like the it res really priest is, is yeah. bringing. Is it okay? Yeah. Cool. It, it absolutely yeah. is. Everyone was I, losing their minds over purify. It was the <laughs> most talked about thing in this expansion. And then Onyx, Onyx priest right under yeah. yeah. Right Onyx Bishop lands, and now Resurrect Priest is absolutely a thing, and it's very hard to deal with. I think that's yep. very funny. That always happens. Someone freaks out about a thing, mm-hmm. and then something else is the thing to freak about, and they didn't even know about yeah. it. So the, there's actually yeah. a new video on my YouTube that launched like right when this show started. Um, I, I scheduled it to, to happen at showtime, yeah. but I'm going to be doing a whole series on Res Priest. So if you're interested in it, uh, it's going to have like all the matchups and all that kind of stuff, and then, like a game for each matchup. And me talking a little bit about it and all that kind of stuff. So check that out if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you're into it, Patrick, I'll, the list will also be um, like I'll, I'll be kind of experimenting with it. So the list will be evolving as the series goes on. But I'm I'm really excited for what Priest can do, especially after all the the negativity around the class. You know, mm-hmm. after all I, the things I love when you can do. take a class that's supposed to be terrible and then figure yeah. out how to actually make it work. So look at you, Res Priest RP. Hey, Dills, go, Dills is RP. Wait, he does RP. He's a role player. <laughs> yes, I do RP. I'm like that. Oh, you mean role playing? No, res priest, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, you said Stranglethorn Tiger. Henry is a Stranglethorn Tiger, so it had a special spot. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. You got your Henry deck. Mm-hmm. The yeah. thing is, you should be playing Druid instead you of Hunter. Have to play which Druid. Kind of breaks <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, yeah, Menagerie Warden is is really strong, but um, I've been playing Death Rattle Hunter, so it doesn't matter because they're just dead by turn seven. It doesn't uh, yeah, matter Death if they Rattle put Hunter a bunch of stats on the board. <laughs> So, Although yeah. Res Priest, I think, crushes Death Rattle Hunter as long as you don't draw uh, Freezing Trap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Freezing yes. Trap is like the bane of Res Priest because you're <laughs> like, oh, uh, my giant minion that I just res that I'm super excited about, I can't attack with it. Yeah. Oh, yep. He's just damn. chilling now. Yeah, literally yeah. chilling. Uh, do you, uh, <clears throat> I just want to get kind of a grade here of all of the adventures uh, put out, expansions, whatever you want to call them, I guess adventures. Uh, how's this well, one stack? Well, there's adventures and expansions. Well, sure. Yes. But how does this one stack up in the adventures uh, list? Does this does this take the top spot so far? I know it's not done, but mm, feeling good about yeah. it? Yeah? I think Leave Explorer still has yep. the top spot uh, for me. Um, uh, apparently, this one's really easy, which a lot of people are not happy about. Mm. Like the actual PvE aspect of it. So playing through it on Heroic or Regular is, is just really simple. And I think a lot of people enjoyed the, the difficulty levels of, say, like, you know, uh, Nax, when that came out, was actually really hard on Heroic. You know, you had to like get lucky sometimes to actually beat it. And this one is just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Just go in there with a zoo deck and you're fine. Even on Heroic? Uh, well, probably, no, on Heroic, you probably still have to create some sort of a deck, but it's, it's not going to take as much thought. You're not going to have to sit there and try things out and get a little lucky. Apparently, like, people are getting it on like the first or second try. 
Um, with the exception it's, it's of been chess. a sticking point for some people, yeah. yeah. Yeah, with the exception of chess, chess is very hard. Um, but I, yeah, I, yeah. I, we we talked about this in Anger Chicken, right? I think it's heroic mode is naturally going to get easier because yes. it is wild legal, so you can use every card that's ever come out. So as more cards are out of the game, it will make future heroics even easier because you just have more tools to work with. Exactly. Well, that's yeah, like there there was a time, you know, I I did heroic. Uh, there's one that's like the magic mirror. And I did heroic version of it, and I was thinking as I was doing it, like you know, corrupted healbot wasn't an option a long time ago when I was doing this, mm-hmm. and I could give the opponent a minion that will then heal me for eight when I kill it, right? And that's part of the mechanic of how that fight works. And yeah, that my only option back in the day would have been, uh, you know, the the zombie chow or something like that. And so now all of a sudden I have multiple ways I can heal myself. It just it changes the dynamic of all of it. So I, I really do think that that is part of it. But I think they've also made it a little easier. And maybe that has to do with the fact that people weren't finishing the last few on Heroic or a, or the smaller number than they wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes uh, sense, actually. Yeah, well, they yeah. do that with WoW. They, you know, you you, mm-hmm. you you iterate down so that the more people can get it. I guess that makes but sense. But, you know, I'd argue, though, that they should keep Heroics really hard because the people who do like it, because I would say probably most of the people just don't ever do it anyway. We just get our cards and we go, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Once we have our cards, we just hit the ladder. Garrett, Garrett's like that. I'm like that. The challenge of doing it in a heroic isn't really something that grabs us. It's not uh, what I come to Hearthstone for, and the reward yeah. is a card back, which I have a billion of at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If the reward were golden versions of the cards, then we'd, be, we'd have done it already. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's just a card back, and so... I don't think that they should care how many people are completing it on Heroic. They should just make it hard for the people who do like it. Because the people who like it really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Just make it hard. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> oh, sounds worse than I meant it to sound. <laughs> for, uh, for, <laughs> for me, I think this might be I think this might be my probably my second favorite adventure though. I do like yeah. the just overall the theme of it. They it, it's really fun. Although I kind of wish it had Karazan music and not kind of cheesy disco parlor music but yeah. other than that really really digging it but league of league of explorers is definitely my favorite but as it, well it feels very kara uh like the actual encounters and everything feels yeah it very does kara, absolutely so. that's why i like it the, the one thing that just is the sticking in sticking in my side is the the music i'm like man yeah. i just i love the karazan music so much um Dirt, we kind of just got dirty, dirty millennial, dirty millennial. That's what's going on here. Dirty, dirty millennial. What? I'm just kidding. What does that you're, have to do? You're, you're not like Kerosene too, Scott. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't like disco either. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about Sombra real quick. We still don't know what the hell it is, and I think Blizzard has uh, overstayed their. Um, yeah, they're just jerking us around. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. They got to <laughs> knock this off. They just need to come out and say, "Is it a giant AI? Is it something to do with a, a, a hero? Is it a map thing? Like, what the hell is it?" Does anyone have any theories now? Is it all gone I to think crap? It is a hero, oh, there are millions. There are yeah. million theories. Yeah, of course it's a hero, but I've heard it's is, not a hero. I mean, I've heard the theory. The latest theory I heard is it is a sentient AI that is evil and is kind of like um, you know Ultron like and takes the form of some robot or something. But is no, but well, I guess that's still a like character. There must it's always a be a Sombra or something. Like I thought that was the theory that I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. Because of the posters where there's like three different versions. I thought you know it was. What I'm talking about, guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought yeah. it was. I, I might. Like the Lich King, there must always be a Sombra. Yeah. And you just get a different version all the time. I just think they need a, they need a dude. They've I had mean, a lot of ladies lately. Yeah. So it's a dude. That's what I think. The thing is, the thing is 
we don't we don't know and there's no way to know because those ARGs those games like hints that they've peppered into the game and on the web and on Twitter and everything the problem is they never amount to anything they just lead you to more uh, questions it's you know X-Files you think you're going to get something at some point but no it's just another man with a smoking man or whatever idiot idiotic alien is in that episode and I understand some people like X-Files, but I mean, you don't get a lot of answers episode to episode, right? You have to get uh, uh, the entire season to get anything. And for the game, it's basically at this point, they could just, it could be anything. We don't know, and they're not telling us. And I understand that some people enjoy the ARG, but at this point, it's not even about uh, about Overwatch anymore. It's just about figuring out an ARG. Yeah. And that's a little bit frustrating, I think. Now, yeah. on the other hand, I've heard uh, a really uh, interesting uh, approach to this or interpretation, which is they have a release date for Sombra or, you know, they'll release her or whatever it is once it's done, once it's ready. So especially if it's a character. So it's not like stopping the ARG is going to make it come faster. Mm -hmm. So they might as well just have a funny ARG as we're waiting. It's just at that point, I personally don't really care about they it. They could do it closer to release is all I'm saying. If that's the case and they've got a bunch more development time on it, yeah. freaking compress your time a little bit because I'm all for this stuff. I think it's fun. You know, I like trying to figure out what was going on with the sniper healer before we got Ana. That was fun. The schematic for the weapon was cool. It made you think of story and stuff like that was great, but it was the right amount and we got her and it came pretty yeah. quick after. And now we're just like waiting around for, the you know, follow the right white rabbit and take the red pill bullshit. And it's like, all right, guys, calm it down. <laughs> also, Patrick, uh, do you want me to forward the emails I get about X-Files and how great it is to you directly from all the fans <laughs> are going to be pissed or... Or do you want me want to? What do you just want me to ignore those? Should yeah, I just spam them? You're gonna crap so, on a show that had overblown uh, mysteries. Lost is the overblown, you know, overhyped yeah. machine. Well, I think you should it, crap. It on. has <laughs> it has its fans, uh, its fans as well. And yes, I mean, it's almost as if I did it on purpose <laughs> talking about X Files like this. Almost, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they can. So you know what? Just go um, the way you express your frustration with Patrick. Uh, for for talking about X Files in that way is that you go to um, to your podcast app mm -hmm. and you subscribe to Pixels. That's how you do it. Oh, that means, uh, okay. that, means that uh, that show is amazing and that you hate Patrick. Yeah. So just do that. that and that, and then throw in a little PS. I can't believe you named your podcast after that terrible Adam Sandler movie. Make, make sure that's in there as well. I know, right? Yeah. I know. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're going to do some uh, some emails here. This is fun because they're call all very short. They're all a little bit rapid fire, and I don't know. They'll be fun. So here we go. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> so funny. He couldn't reach that level of voice if he wanted to now. He couldn't go that high if he tried. He's 16. He sounds like me. But he could get his girlfriend to do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, see God. what you did there. What? Girlfriend. <laughs> it's not creepy I, at all. Boy, you could take that in a, in a sideways <laughs> way. Yeah, you could. Uh, all right. Where are we? Oh, yeah. Emails. So these come to us at theinstance at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to send them as much as you would like. Uh, we'll read them on the show. We got three of them. They're all short and interesting, I think. And so 
I'm just going to rip through them. This first one's from Jacob. says, what's the first thing you guys are going to do when the servers come online on Tuesday? Patrick, what are you going to do? Well, I realized actually today that um, the 30th is Tuesday. And in Europe, it's the one time that we get things before you guys in the U.S. Uh, we're actually going for, for games uh, because sometimes we get movies and stuff. Yeah, because you didn't get Star Wars stuff. first and keep yeah, me that, back off the true. internet. Yeah. Or work or anything. Or everything. Um, mm. so, but, but I realized that it's Monday night that we're getting uh, Legion. So and and you know Monday happens a little bit earlier than it does for you guys. So I thought it was Tuesday night for some weird reason, and I realized it's Monday night. So I'm incredibly excited that all of a sudden I'm getting Legion one day early. Yeah. Um, keep rubbing it yeah, in. It's fine. Let's... Keep keep just keep smushing that wound with your fist and smash it in there real good till. <laughs> well, it's like eight hours before you. Okay. You'll, you'll survive. All right. Please. All right. That's um, fine. And and we get all the patches a day after, including Hearthstone and all the games. So yeah, there you go. That's true. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no. What I'm going to do is level my uh, my my main, which is probably going to be I don't know my major, my druid. But everyone's been saying so many good things about the the questing uh, experience in Legion that mm -hmm. I'm just going to go and enjoy the, the 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 stories in the different zones. I mean, the first one, I don't even know which one I'm going to go to. But yeah, questing isn't what everyone going to do. So questing so is I'm anyone going to power level? Yeah. Anybody? What's your uh, yeah, uh, uh, Dills? Yeah. You going to do? What are you going to do? What's your first? I'm just going to enjoy the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Me too. I think that's uh, that's that's number one on the priority list. Is like all the stuff that I haven't been doing in the beta. I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to casually make my way through. Unfortunately for me, it's is the timing is awkward. Uh, the the co-founder of the MGA is coming to visit me on Tuesday. Uh oh. And <gasps> he's going to be here for. Like until I think Sunday or something like that. We're going to Dallas for a golf tournament. So I don't know how much actual playtime I'm going to get in this first week. Oh man. Um, yeah, which is which I'm like excited to see him, but I'm also like, man, he's going to thought about. He's going to sit you down <laughs> and go, William. Yeah. It turns out your golf is the most mediocre of all of us. We'd like you <laughs> to be the new president. It's a, that's what I'm picturing. But he's just some dude, right? Just a guy. Friend, yeah, he's my buddy. He's yeah, a friend of yours. Yeah, okay. But he, me and him are the ones who started the MGA. So he's he's coming here, and we're we're making some parody videos and some other stuff that we have in mind. So nice. But yeah, I'll be working on that. So I I don't even know how much playtime I'm going to get, which is a little sad. Yeah, I'm a little. sad, I'll, I'll have like the day, but like Tuesday the day. Yeah. Because he gets in at night, and then probably I won't be. Then I'm going to be like, hey, do you mind if I uh. Just play World of Warcraft for like eight hours <laughs> while you chill at my house. Is that cool? That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, actually, it, it often, I know in, in Europe, uh, Paris time, it's supposed to um, be up. The servers are supposed to be up at midnight Paris time, mm. but they often uh, open them up a little bit earlier for the people who are super excited and you want to get in immediately uh, to spread out, to stagger the, the amount of people in the initial zones. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe it's going to work the same way in the U.S. So you might want to stay up and uh, and start playing Monday. Oh, but you're on the... No, you're in Texas. So I don't yeah, know I'm if they're Texas. doing it. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get it probably until Tuesday morning. Oh, crap. Yeah, okay, that'll be are. fine. Uh, I, I'll ha like I'll have yeah I'll have like a good four or five hours or so, which will be enough time for me to feel like I played through a lot of stuff, you know. So if it's midnight Pacific, that means Garrett, you're screwed because that's um, I'm I'm going to be sleeping. Yeah, that's this two a.m. for you or something. So <laughs> you'll get up the next day, right? Like I'll me, get up and... first thing in the morning. Yeah. I will start leveling, yeah. and uh, as soon as any of my 
other buddies are on, you guys. Yeah. We're running dungeons. We're I'd so love that. I would love that. I would freaking love that. I'm planning on it. Tuesday's gonna be a weird day. I think we're actually uh we're gonna plan it. I guess I screw it. I'm announcing it. Um <laughs> not on Labor the Monday after Labor Day. What's that date? September twelfth, I believe. 12th. September twelfth. We're going to start a five man wow stream that we're gonna do every Monday, uh starting on the twelfth where we get together. Uh, it's going to be Kyle, Kyle's wife, Dills, I think you're in on it, Jocelyn, yep. me. We're going to be doing five mans, and we're going to be streaming that on the A-Move uh, Twitch. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Enjoy the hell out of that. That's a good time. Uh, well, I'll be doing what you're doing on Tuesday. I'll be playing, I'll be playing this here video game that I'm so excited about. Uh, next question comes from Ron X, who's, or is it Ronks? I don't know. He says, hey, guys, quick question here. Are any of you planning on not working? Oh, I guess kind of answer this question. Not working at all on Tuesday. I know that you guys are all full-time web content people now, but I have to or, but I have to figure this might ding your productivity as well. Anyway, just curious. Uh, yeah, it's going to ding my productivity Tuesday. Yep. Of course it will. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish. In some I ways, it's I our job, just... but, you know. I wish I could just not do anything for the next uh, for the next three or four days. But uh, yeah, I have some shows to do. I actually I'm hosting uh, DTNS of all things like uh, Tom is going to be I space out for a second. Tom is going to (laughs) be on holiday and he was like, oh, can you host the thing on, on Tuesday and Thursday? And I was like, well, there's this well thing coming up and uh, I would, yeah, well, okay. So, but it's, it's a lot of work. To I'm doing Wednesday. Host. I'm doing it Wednesday and Friday, yeah. but that gives me at least in the day before I got to worry about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Everyone's hey, covered hey, for Tom this week. Dills, you know how we usually do angry chicken on Tuesday? Mm. <laughs> how, does, how, does, how does Monday sound? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You might have to, uh, all right, let's see. We got one final one here from don't have a name. Oh, Zer, uh, Zer, Zexerxes. I want to say Xerxes, but that's not it. Anyway, hi crew. Oh, Xerxes. The Xerxes. The Xerxes, I guess. The Xerxes oh, yeah. here from Sisters of a Loon. I don't think that's spelled right. Anyway, here's a question. I bet you guys <laughs> never uh, that I bet you guys never get. What prominent Warcraft character would you like to have a nice quiet dinner with? Thanks. Uh mm. Jaina before she got pissed. Hmm. <laughs> right before she got all mad and Theramore and white hair and all that I think I would uh, when she was still saying I'm here to help I'd, I'd go to dinner with her so I'll take out I'll go to dinner with Heroes version the Heroes of the Storm version of Jaina Proudmore there you go that's me what do you guys think who's having dinner um, with uh, Garage Hellscream come on let's do it I would like to have dinner with our king Varian Rin because it will never be possible again oh Man, oh. that is a sad thing too. Sadness. Isn't it? I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say our king Vol'jin because that also can never happen again. Yeah. Oh. Are you, you gonna know, eat all those French too. fries, Mon? He'd say he wants to know if you're gonna eat all your fries. <laughs> oh, actually, there was another Reddit thread when uh, someone proposed a new toy for uh, Legion, which would be a thousand pieces puzzle of King Varian Rin. Mm. That was harsh. Mm. Oh, that's rough because you know he blew up in a million pieces that was okay Uh, well as much as uh having dinner with uh grom would uh remind me of thanksgiving yeah uh i'm i'm gonna take a page out of uh i'm uh terpster's uh pervy book and i'm gonna say alex strauss's humanoid form for obvious reasons yeah (laughs) that's all right she's uh i wonder why what katie would think about that Mm. 
Hmm. I think the the real answer though is Chen, right? So you can just get wasted. Oh, yeah, Chen, yeah. Bring the good hooch. <laughs> Chen brings the good hooch. Yep. That's right. He'll bring his own barrel. You just keep pouring it. Never yeah. ends. And uh, it's BYOB, all... bring your own barrel. Yep. And he'll get he'll, <laughs> he'll make Lily bring food or whatever. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> excellent. Uh, well, there you go. Those are all great questions. I love this kind of questions. So please keep them coming to the instance at gmail.com. It's going to do it for the show. Let's quickly whip around and see uh, what projects people are working on that people might be interested in. Uh, we'll start with our guest, Garrett. What's going on, man? Where can people find more Garrett Weinzerl? Oh, thanks, man. Well, everything's over at amove.tv, the Anger Chicken, Into the Nexus, Overwatchers with this uh, French man mm. right here. Yeah. Um, and wow, uh, that was enthusiastic. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now we had a good episode this week. We had Muse Elk on. Uh, of YouTube fame and and Chan Man was there as he usually is, um, but yeah. And, and if you're a WoW fan, guys, uh, starting uh, Monday, September 12th, uh, I believe we're doing it at 3 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch.tv/slash/AmoveTV. We'll be doing a five man WoW stream for a few hours. Nice. So come come hang out. Good times. Thank you for being on Garrett Art on Twitter. Everybody follow him there. Uh, Patrick, what's going on this week? What are you doing? I was on Pixels. Uh, that was well, really fun. I loved being on there. That was a great time. Oh, thank you. Yeah, people seem to appreciate it. So uh, Pixels is a general gaming news show, and you always need one of those, right? That is going to cover all your gaming news needs. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can get that at frenchspin.com. It's called Pixels. And uh, there are other shows there. But of course, Overwatchers is uh, the one you should also be listening to because you're, you're a Blizzard game fan, and uh, that show is really fun. So Overwatchers at amove.tv as well. Nice. And Dills, what's going on? I know you're going to be golfing um, a lot, but what's the... Yeah, well, we, there'll be some golf stuff. But actually, like people who, who are just into the, some of the stuff I do will probably enjoy what we're coming up with. And if you also like golf, you'll really like it. But there'll be some parody song videos, things coming soon. Uh, I'll link all those on my Twitter. But uh, check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash WillieDillsSF. And uh, we are, uh, we're partnered on Twitch now. So check out twitch.tv slash WillieDillsSF as well. Yeah, good job on that. Also, uh, will you be singing or what's the deal? I want to hear you sing. Yeah, there'll be some singing. I'm playing, I'm, I'm actually, I'm still working on all the tracks. I'm doing all of the guitar, bass, drums, That's everything awesome. for all of it. So That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so if it sucks, it's, you, it's this guy. I'm the one who made it suck. Closest so. I've ever gotten to hearing you <laughs> sing, I think, is when you yell Hunter Talk or Ho Deer. So I'm, I'm pretty excited oh, to hear this. Well, so oh, you should have come to CreateCon because we had some rock oh, band. Oh, yeah, we did some rock band. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> wow. No, but actually, I have other parodies where I actually sing in them, too. So you can check those out. All right. Here's uh... a. <laughs> I, I don't have them like linked on my YouTube, though. They're all on the MGA. I think it's MGA Golf or something like that. I don't know. Mediocre Golf on YouTube, something like that. I All can't right. remember. All right. Well, do check that out, everybody. Um, there's a lot happening on the Frog Pants Network. Of course, Rally Point, I mentioned. I'll put an episode of that up with Greg next week. So you guys can hear that in between episodes of this show. Uh, I know you guys are going to like it. Also, details on that free notebook coming soon. Follow the show on Twitter at Instant Show. For those details, surely I'll be posting those there. And uh, check out our Heroes of the Storm podcast, Core. That happens every Tuesday, live. It's even on their live streaming schedule. You guys can check that out as well. Uh, between that, Into the Nexus, and the former Stormcast, uh, of course, Lords of the Storm. There's a lot of great shows out there right now. You can get your heroes fill in a big way. Uh, maybe more than ever. So go check that out. It's going to do it for us. Theinstance.net for everything else. Uh, find Patrick at Not Patrick. Terpster will be, should be back next week at the underscore T. Willie Dales, of course, on Twitter. Myself at Scott Johnson. Show at Instant Show. And more shows like this at frogpants.com. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, for Dills, and for our guest, Garrett. 
We'll see you next time. Bye. attack on Azeroth may have ulterior motives. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. The events I'm about to relate to you may seem highly improbable, and many may think them infinitely so, but I assure you this is an accurate accounting of my very strange day today, which has led me to question exactly why the Legion is so insistent on seeing Azeroth destroyed. It started when I was following up on our last report about a spike in suicides caused by doomsayers. I decided to test the theory by reading one of their tracts. I was surprised to find poetry. But it was horribly bad poetry, if not the worst in the universe, at least the third worst. In agony, I threw the paper away and flew to Tenaris to combat the invasion. While there, I first noticed that the bones I was fighting next to were not fossils, but fresh, with strips of whale blubber hanging from them. As I tried to comprehend this, I distinctly heard someone yelling, Oh no, not again, before a pot of petunias slammed into my head. To avoid this biological bombardment, I took refuge in a nearby legion structure. I found myself in the basement and entered a room that for some reason had a sign on the door that said, Beware of Henry. I found a filing cabinet in the corner, and inside I found what appeared to be a set of battle plans. I couldn't decipher the bulk of it, but two words I could make out may explain why the Legion is so determined to obliterate our home. Those words? Hyperspace Bypass. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.